0: Hey there, those of you that know that Cool Ranch is the best flavor of Dorito and those that are, well, quite frankly, wrong. My name is Maddie Murray, and this is Professionally Informal. Okay, Shepherd's down. and he go in a thermal as a circle, and I like can tire on a bike rolling down Columbus Street. Hey okay, there, y'all. So who out there has delved into, into the new, wonderful, amazing deserted island world of Animal Crossing New Horizons? Me! You can't see me, but I'm raising my hand in my small closet space and, like, waving it super enthusiastically because... That's been my literal addiction, I think, for the past week. It's been out for longer than that, but, you know, I'm late to the game with everything. <laughs> Is this a video game podcast? Oh, fuck no. I don't I don't know jack shit about video games. Listen, okay? The first damn video game that I ever bought was Animal Crossing New Horizons. In my life, I think I've played like maybe five video games. We had a Wii growing up um, that we played, and we played a lot of Wii Sports Resort. Really baller at that. Pretty good at Mario Kart on the Wii. Not so much on the Switch, but regardless, so many of my friends were like, Animal Crossing New Horizons! I was like, okay, gotta check this thing out. Y'all, it's been the best shit ever. And it's also what inspired today's topic. Maddie, what could that mean? That could be literally anything. There's so much in this goddamn video game. Yeah, but we're going to keep it simple because that's how I like to do it in these trying times. And that's why today we're going to talk about weeds. And not the 420 kind. Sorry to get your hopes up. Maybe another week. Okay, so it's springtime. This is when people are planting their gardens or getting their landscaping ready. They're setting up their raised beds. If y'all live in a climate like mine, then it's, you know, time to start planting your cold weather crops. Just uh, this past week, my dad and I, or my dad was working on something else because we don't, uh, let's just say we don't always work the best together in the garden. Uh, so my dad was working on something else, but I was planting our cold weather crops so you might be turning over your beds and planting your snow peas and your broccoli or maybe you live down south where it's nice and warm uh, so just fuck you I guess and plant your normal crops I don't know I don't care I live where it's still cold it snowed yesterday whatever that's just the way it is I guess. So you're planting your crops. You're starting to get things ready. Maybe you're planting your wildflowers. You're getting, you know, those landscapers out there making everything look all pretty and fresh with the early spring blooms or just getting rid of all the dead shit from last year, which means a lot of people now are going to be paying a lot more attention to those little nasty motherfuckers that we call weeds. They're bane of your existence. They're the ones who turn gardening from a peaceful activity to a war between you and Mother Nature herself. They're little pests. They're unsightly. Sometimes they're prickly and they hurt. They spread their seeds everywhere. They trigger your allergies. And there's so many reasons why we detest them. Which is why I'm going to spend this time talking about them. I mean, why not? I spent the full the whole first episode talking about coyotes, which we all know that a lot of people don't have a lot of love for. So why not something else that people don't have a lot of love for? Your local friendly neighborhood weeds! Not the 420 kind! When I think about weeds in a garden or in a crop, my brain is always brought back to the one of the first... Actual days, one of the first actual topics of the AP Environmental Sciences class I took my senior year of high school. I had a really awesome, really engaging teacher, and uh, basically I loved that class. So if you're in high school and you're like, hmm, should I take this? Yes, I would say take that class. Also, the AP Environmental exam, easy as hell, my dude. Go for it. Don't pass up on them college creds. Come on. But one of the first things I remember talking about in that class is our teacher stood up at the front of the room and he was like, okay, so tell me, what is a weed? And then people raised their hands and they gave examples. They're like, dandelions, those prickly things, Uh, creeping Charlie, where it's not supposed to be, Ivy, where it's not supposed to be. A couple things kept coming up. One, no definitions that were given were botanical or biological definitions, they were named species. Two, one thing that people kept saying was, oh, where it's not supposed to be. Hmm. Which led to really one of the most interesting statements that I had heard at that point in time in terms of my own ecological thinking, and one that I like to apply now regularly when approaching a garden or natural or green space and thinking about weeds. So what is a weed? A weed is simply a plant out of place. That's all. There's no group or kin- phylum of weeds. There is no botanical or biological definition of what a weed is morphologically. It's not a family. There's not, you know, a definitive set of plants that we look at and decide that they're weeds based on their genetic relationship. Rather, weed is a term that we apply to a plant that is simply growing somewhere we don't want it to be growing. It's a plant out of place. Weeds collectively is just a group of plants that are growing where they're not supposed to be growing. And when you look at it like that, there is no limit to what could be a weed, which is fascinating because they are something that is so hated by what I like to call lawnmower culture, but also hated in gardening culture. I don't like finding random plants in my garden bed. I gotta get those out of there. Gotta, we can't have extra competition where I need to be growing my lettuce. I mean, come on, I gotta eat that shit. I can't eat whatever the hell you are. I don't know where you came from. I don't know what you are. I mean, I probably could know if I looked you up, but I'm not going to. I'm just mad that you're a weed and you're not supposed to be here and I didn't plant you. Okay, so that aside, what what do we know so far? A weed is a plant. Check, correct. A weed is a plant where it's not supposed to be. And that's pretty much it, y'all. That's a weed. That's the end of the episode, bye! <laughs> I'm just Josh and you, that's not it. I wanted to read more about weeds and to learn more about... You know, this strange classification of plant that causes such strife among so many people from different realms. So, I looked into what it takes to make a plant become a weed in the sort of vernacular of an area, in the, you know, mental classification system that we all have of plants when we look at gardens and landscaped areas. The first is that for people to start calling something a weed, it has to be popping up in an area that's been specifically cultivated or landscaped to grow a specific sort of crop, a specific plant. So let's say I've got I've got a garden. Right now, I'm growing some broccoli and some snow peas in one of my beds, and that's all I expect to see there are broccoli and snow peas. That's all. It's a small garden. It gets turned and plowed every year. So there shouldn't be anything else, but because that's uh, not, <laughs> that's not how nature works, you idiot. There's going to be other things. Come on, Maddie. You thought you could get away without having any fucking weeds this year? No. Plants are going to pop up there that I didn't plant. They're in an area full of cultivated plants that are different from them. Boom! That's something that makes a weed. But then let's say if you are going out and you see a big old open field with tons of wildflowers and, you know, there are dandelions and creeping charlie mixed in there and it's a big almost like prairie patch. I wouldn't look at that and be like, all these goddamn weeds do it out here. Because that area isn't being specifically cultivated for any sort of purpose or aesthetic like appearance sort of need we don't care about how it looks we don't care that there's you know multiple different plants in there it's not a cornfield with a random soybean growing in it now in that case those pesky plants that are growing all over there they're not weeds they're just plants in a place not out of place just in a place just let them do their thing live their life live their truth they're gonna be just fine. He's all good, man. Weeds have other things in common too. I want you to picture a beautiful, fluffy dandelion. You know, it's so soft. It looks like it could be made out of little pixie wings. Blows in the breeze. And then some toddler with a grubby, dirty fist yanks it up out of the ground and they blow on those seeds and they disperse through the air. And then there's like, who knows how many new dandelions going to be grown, which is bullshit because my perfect green lawn is now going to be destroyed by this toddler's stupid obsession with these seeds. That was me playing the role of your uh, cranky neighbor who's obsessed with his lawn. Thank you. But why is that cranky neighbor mad, you ask? because of all the goddamn seeds. That's right. You pull a dandelion out of the ground and you give it one big blow, and those seeds are off-scattered to the wind. Which is common for a lot of weeds. And that is that their seeds tend to disperse super easy, and they tend to spread and get everywhere, sort of like a strange plague upon our lawns. Some weeds will even distribute thousands of seeds over the course of a season, making them seemingly impossible to get rid of. They have a peak reproductive strategy, and that is throw out a bajillion babies at once and hope something sticks. And here's the thing, oftentimes they do. And that leads us to another thing that plants that we call weeds tend to have in common. And that is their seeds are like Hella durable, man. Seeds from a weed, which rhymes very much and is very difficult to say, can lie dormant in the soil for a couple seasons before they're grown. They'll just sort of sit there waiting and waiting and then, oh, perfect conditions. Right amount of rain or correct amount of sunlight. Or maybe, hey, maybe the soil was disturbed. Do you have a dog who's digging in your yard? Did he dig in the right place? Here come the weeds, baby. They'll lie in waiting for the perfect sign to know when to pop up. They are like the ultimate general which we are competing against in this war on nature. That is, if you choose to think about it like that. What? That's right, folks. You don't have to continue living your life thinking of weeds as some horrible ultimate pest that you must best in battle every year as you plant your gardens and mow and chemically treat your lawns. In fact, weeds don't have to be your enemy. Weeds can be your ally. If you're like, Maddie, didn't you just like, waste 12 or so minutes of my life ranting about weeds and about how horrible they are? Did that not just happen? And now you're going to try and tell me that we can be friends? (laughs) Guess what, y'all? This is a friends to enemies subplot in this podcast, in this episode. You're welcome. So why might you want to form a truce with your local weeds? Well, I'm going to tell you. Because it's my goddamn podcast, and that's what I do. I sit in the closet, and I tell you about whatever fucking nature topic I want. And now I'm going to tell you why you should be friends with your local weeds. The first is basic soil security. Weeds have roots. Obviously, they're plants. If you've ever tried to pull up a big-ass dandelion, you know that those big-ass dandelions have big-ass roots. And those roots are actually really good at their job, which is getting down into the soil. But the consequence of them getting down into the soil is that they're helping it stay in place. When those roots get deep down in there, they grasp onto the dirt and they make it a lot harder for that soil to be eroded away by wind or by You know other extenuous forces like hey maybe it's right by a riverbed and there's water rushing by or maybe you're in an area that's prone to mudslides those weeds are going to get in there and make everything a lot more stable our next reason also has to do with soil because your boy likes dirt and so do weeds and so do the plants that you put there on purpose So soil has a finite number of nutrients and those nutrients are always being cycled up and used and put back by a whole number of different things and a whole number of different factors. But here's the thing, if you are regularly gardening and you are regularly planting the same crops, I keep saying the word regularly, I don't know why. And if you are regularly going over with the same chemical sprays and tend to have the same growth, the same flowers year after year, What's going to start happening is that some very important nutrients are not going to be cycling as much as they need to be. So maybe you keep growing corn in one area year after year after year, then all of a sudden... Oh no, The corn ate all the good plant food that was in the dirt! And also, hey, maybe your soil's getting kind of compact, or maybe it's even starting to look weird or something. Weeds are going to get in there and they're going to fix it up for you because weeds are often A, unpredictable, B, not a plant that you ever wanted to plant there, and C, have these big disruptive roots. Those plants are going to mix it up a bit. They'll be putting new nutrients into the soil that weren't there before. They'll be breaking it up in different patterns, in different ways, in different depths. And all of that works together to make a healthy soil ecosystem overall that will ultimately be a lot better for your plants. Isn't that awesome? And if you're someone who is rotating crops or keeping a garden bed to go fallow for a season... Weeds are going to get down in there, and they're just going to straight up replenish things that had already been there. And then guess what? The weeds will die. We all will die one day, but a lot of weeds tend to have a much shorter growing season, so they might die in the middle of the summer, and then as they die, they start to break down. And as they break down, we release more nutrients, and it's all the great, big, beautiful circle of life! And the circle of gardening! And the circle of nutrient cycles... Weeds will hold your soil in place. They will make your soil better overall. Oh, guess what, they may also bring friends to your garden. That's right, weeds might attract more diverse insect species that might be beneficial for your garden, or hey, guess what, they might prevent those species from eating the plant that you're growing. That's awesome. I wish there was a weed that could stop the goddamn rabbits from eating our green beans. That would be rad. But there isn't one for that. For that, we just have to use chicken wire. But for different funguses, or fungi, but funguses is more fun to say, and different small garden pests, especially small insectoid pests, the weeds will help distract them from your prized tomatoes, allowing you to have more access to your food that you grew on purpose for yourself. Win, 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 because now the insects have their own weeds to snack on, and you've got your bright, big, red tomato to eat. And on the topic of eating, well, guess what, my dude? Some of them weeds are edible! That's right, you ever have a mixed green salad? Take out one of those little spiky-looking leaves, head outside, and go look at your nearest dandelion plant and tell me. How similar do those things look? Damn straight. Sometimes we eat weeds. Dandelion in particular is the one that always comes to my mind. But there are others too that are good for eating, good for snacking on, good for herbal remedies if that's your jam as long as you you know, keep going to a doctor and vaccinate your fucking kids please. Now, I'm not going to share with you here on this podcast how to identify which weeds are good for eating. That is far outside of my comfort zone. One, because my plant identification skills definitely still need work. And two, because an audio medium is not ideal for describing a plant to find in the forest, especially when there are plants that look a lot like other plants, except those ones will uh, kill you dead. So I'm not going to tell you how to identify which weeds to eat. But hey, go online use the internet and find some good pictures and advice and that's my song I was going to say to go to the library but um don't do that right now if you're listening to this in the future and you're like why is she telling us not to go to the library oh my god does she hate some libraries no 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 no, no. this is we're, we're we're in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic right now so that's why I don't want you to go to the library right now chances are it's probably closed too you know I get as annoyed by weeds as the next gardener, which is to say I get pretty darn annoyed by weeds. And I'm not trying to say to you guys with this episode, hey, stop picking all your weeds. Be happy they're there. Plant weeds in someone's yard for them like a present. I'm not telling you to do that because, yeah, Weeds are annoying when you're trying to have a nice, clean garden bed or when you're trying to make sure your, you know, pavers look nice without little, like, blades of whatever sticking up in between them are. Weeds are annoying. They're pesty. That's why we call them weeds. But the thing is, we don't have to hate them. We don't have to constantly remove every single one of them because a lot of times they're doing something good for us. And in fact, leaving them might be beneficial. I'm not telling you to go and put your weeds in all of your neighbor's yards, but if you were looking for an excuse to sort of sit back on your weeding for this week, hey, here you go. I'm telling you, hey, it's cool to take a week off from your weeding. That's fine. I mean, of course, you want to check that it's not completely out-competing or choking out any of the plants you're really trying to grow, but if there's just a spare dandelion in the middle of your garden plot, give him a week or two. You know, he might be giving something good back to the soil. He might be giving something good back to the plants. And when I get really fed up about weeds, I just try to remind myself that at the end of the day, weeds don't exist. It's not a botanical term. They're just simply a plant out of place. We've all fell out of place sometimes, right? I mean, come on, middle school was terrible for most of us. A lot of us had terrible times in high school, too don't give those plants a terrible middle school experience. It's because they're in the wrong place. Let them grow a little bit. It'll be fine. It's also important here, I think, to make a distinction between native weeds and invasive weeds. Invasive species, species that are from another region or area that aren't supposed to be growing here, but have taken over an area and Are now what we would call a weed. Those you can usually get rid of and be fine with. It's more native weeds that naturally grow in that area that I'm talking about here. Now, invasive weeds, they're a whole other barrel of catfish. They're not technically supposed to be here. A lot of times they have adaptations that make it really hard to get rid of them, really hard to kill, and make them really good at killing other plants. Fuck those guys, get rid of them, throw them out, burn them, I don't care what you do, just no more invasive species in my garden. You know, except for the plants that I'm already growing there, but shh, that's for agriculture, that's a whole different ethical debate. Just remember, in the context of this conversation, I'm talking about native weeds that are normally found in that area, plants out of place that are from the place where you are. And that's about gonna do it. I'm gonna start wrapping things up, but before I do, I just wanna say that I hope y'all are doing okay. Uh, Times are wild and kinda scary still, but I hope you are able to find comfort in the small things. I hope that you're staying well, staying safe, and staying six feet away from other people when you're in public, and mostly, I hope that you're, you're still finding a chance to get outside. Being cooped up inside all day isn't great for us either, so if you get a chance, just step out onto your porch or your back back stoop and take a big deep breath and look at what's around you. I don't know when this quarantine period is going to end, I don't know when things will go back to normal, and I don't even know what normal will look like after this because... No one does. And if you had asked me in 2019 what I see myself doing next year, and I had said, I don't know, I don't have 2020 vision, that would have been completely accurate because no one could have seen this coming. T- to quote John Mullaney, I mean, adult life is already so goddamn weird, this might as well happen. But that doesn't mean that it's, it's not troubling for a lot of us folks. And so I hope you all are staying safe and staying well as much as you can. Until next week, thank you to Josh Woodward for the use of his song Learn to Fly as the intro and outro to our program. You can find his work and a lot of other awesome songs by him on his website, which is uh, joshwoodward.com, I believe. If you want to connect with us, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot us an email at informal at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions neat stories or anything you want to share, please write in. I'll talk about it on the show. I would really, really, really love that. If you are more of a Twitter sort of person, hit us up there. You can find us at Informal Pod on Twitter. Uh, tweet at us. We'll give you a shout out. Most importantly, if y'all could tell your friends, tell your enemies about us, and uh, just spread the word about this show, that'd be a huge help. We're available on pretty much every major podcasting platform, so Whatever app they use, they don't have an excuse. (laughs) If you're someone who uses iTunes, it would be so radical of you if you could rate us and uh, leave us a review. That would be a big help getting us to be more visible. But thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next Wednesday with more nonsense to ramble on about. But until then, my name is Maddie Murray. And remember, learning is not just for the classroom. Sprout and lift you off the ground. No, oh no, we'll take time. Do what you're gonna do. Just smile. you gonna see it through. Your wings we are gonna sprout. And